Welcome to today's episode of the Sales Transformation Podcast. In this episode, we have Tom Slocum, who will be sharing his expertise on sales playbooks. Tom will discuss the importance of a sales playbook, who should be involved in building it, what should and shouldn't be included, and how to measure its effectiveness. Let's dive in. Colin, the floor is yours. And then, you know, you said a playbook, typical playbook could be 50, 60 pages, right? Which is a lot of information. Couple questions around that. Is there anything that shouldn't be in the playbook? And then who are the right people to put the playbook together? Because it seems like, you know, potentially a lot of heavy lifting for one person. So I'm curious to know in your experience, like who should all be involved in building the playbook? And then is there anything that shouldn't be in the playbook? Yeah. And when we talk about sales playbook, I'll take it a step further. There's two versions that typically come up. You can either have one that is purely outbound sales, purely just messaging how to go to market and it's a very simple playbook. Then there's an actual sales operation playbook, which will get to like 60 pages where you're covering roles and comp, the overview of the company, the pursuit, everything, right? So they have everything at hand. So it does depend on which avenue you need right now and where you're going to go. Um, depending on that, then you need to involve it should be the director of sales, the sales manager, and the sales enablement manager if you have it, marketing, and then your team, right? It is an ecosystem. And so this will fall on either a sales, uh, sales enablement manager to build out for the team um, or the sales leader, right? The director or really the sales manager will put this together as a line item. And then they need to be having regular meetings with marketing, find out what they need, get their approval on some of the messaging, maybe some uh, FUD, follow-up documents and resources. Where do we keep all of that? Let's include that. Is there a marketing calendar we can incorporate in here so the team knows those campaigns? You want to uh, involve your director of sales, make sure processes, terms, all that stuff is in there, um, and then work with the team, right? Actually talk to your team. That's the number one channel, right? Of If you had a playbook to help you in your day-to-day, what would you think that included? Right? What would you like to have? And then go build those sections as your first priority and then add in sections, right? But you work with all of that, probably will take you 60 to 90 to 120 days to really put this together as a sales leader because you've got your day-to-day going on. That's why I offer it. I will come custom build it. I'll get it out in about 45, 60 days with you and I'll take on all the heavy lifting. But it usually will take you about three to four months to put it together but mind you, that's being built and they're using it as you go. But to get it fully put together, you're probably looking at about 90 days. Um, and then what sections shouldn't be in there and what don't you need? That's a tough one, right? Because it's all catered to the company, but you don't need like, you don't need sections that like cover like marketing stuff, right? Like really in-depth marketing stuff, like how to do this stuff. That's, that would be a marketing sales playbook, right? Because again, once you build the sales one, you can expand to the other departments and that's what I've done in my orgs. Once we built the sales, we moved on to ops, marketing, customer success can use these and you build out these sections. So when it comes to the sales one for the leaders listening, just focus on what's beneficial to you and, and would bring the ecosystem together, but you don't need all the marketing stuff. You don't need all this information about how our marketing rants. You just need them to approve the messaging, maybe build the buyer personas with you so they can be approved, kind of do some market research for you on those personas. Uh, but you don't need all this crazy stuff about, you know, cost per leads and the Marketo funnel and how we do things in marketing. Um, so that's one section you probably wouldn't need to include in there. You don't need sections on 
you can kind of do without the company overview if you don't really need it. Like I said, if you're just gonna focus on a sales playbook, you might be able to do away with like the comp and the role and the org chart and all that added element um, because they work there, they know, they have that stuff. Um, that's a kind of nice to have. I, I always include it in mine, but you don't have to. Um, it's a really tough one on what not to include, Colin. You got me. I mean, there's... there's, there's <laughs> Did I stump the Tom Slocum? Uh, or what? The, the mean, playbook master? I mean, because... I, I mean, a lot can go into it, right? You've got all these elements, but the things that you don't need is like stuff like that. It's just you don't need the marketing stuff. You don't need to involve CS stuff. You don't need customer success stuff in there yeah. on like what happens in the handoff and what they do. Because again, it's for me, the rep, in internally to go to market, talk with my prospects. And so my my answer to you is, if it doesn't affect the prospect and going to market, then you don't need it. That's my answer. Like, yeah. Just yeah. evaluate that. That's, if a, it's not that's, a good, that's a good rule of thumb. That's it. If it's not going to equip the people using the book or be something that they will use in real time or need to know, like you don't need to break down the product like all the way through, right? Because again, SDRs are to sell yeah. the meeting. They're not to diagnose the problem. They do not need to go into weak to, to the weeds of things. So again, don't include that product element stuff. Like explain your product and I do a section. That's a section you can add if you have multiple solutions in your business. You can add pages for that and do a solution section and then put in there, you know, surveys uh, and then you know review management whatever your product is and then you build out pages on that but again that information is very high level gives them enough on who the ideal persona is for this company how does it work but you don't need the you know the whole product development and have the product team talking to you and putting it in there you do want the product marketing manager to maybe review what you build just so they can sign off make sure everybody's good because again your team's going to go to market with this stuff so make sure it's you know checked and balanced but yeah, my rule of thumb is the sections you don't need or anything that will not empower your reps when going to market. If if it's not, then then take it out and you don't need it. Yeah, awesome, love that. All right, so uh, I think the the thing that a lot of people are probably thinking is how do I know if I have a good sales playbook? So I'm just curious to see like what how do you know how do you measure the effectiveness of a playbook? Let's say you had nothing before. Now you've built a playbook. What sort of results are you going to start to see from your go-to-market team based on now having this, you know, um, engaging playbook that they can now turn to for everything that they need to know about going to market? Man, a couple things. Uh, I just went through this with a client where I built it. They had an external third-party team uh, doing some outbound sales like Leadium, right? What you guys do. And they had this going. wasn't effective. The founders were just letting them kind of run some messaging. So they hired me in, came in, interviewed them, broke down an entire sales playbook, provided that to the agency, and they immediately saw better results because the messaging before was really irrelevant, very inauthentic, wasn't speaking to the persona per se. Once we gave them this playbook, they were like, we know exactly how to craft messaging. We know exactly what we need to be drilling into. And so they saw an, an, an immediate increase in that, right, in performance. And so then with the team, when I very ever built a playbook for the first was growth, unification. That's how you know you're winning with your playbook is that right now you're probably listening to this and you're like, my reps all do their own thing. They don't really have this. Everybody's kind of, you, you talk to them on how they pitch the product. They have a different way to do it. Their, their handoff process with their AE is different. You know, the, all this stuff is different, but you know, we win. We're hitting quota. 
well, that's great, but imagine unifying your entire team on processes and messaging and personas that you should see that if you've built an effective playbook, you should see the stress of your team go away. You should see people hitting quota pretty easily. The minimum number should now just be like a given because they have a path. They know how to get there. They know how to go to market and talk to your buyers. You should see your team have a stronger understanding of who they're speaking to every day. So your calls will get richer. You should see talk times getting a little bit longer because now they're actually able to ask some questions. They're having you know, a little bit more in depth. And of course you should see more meetings being booked in your pipeline going up, right? You should see more meetings being converted because they know how to objection handle. There's a section in there on how to prepare them for that. There's you know, an ability to do better handoffs. So show rates are improving. Relationships with AEs are getting better because there's expectations in this book that everybody follow. And so you should see unification. You should see a stronger increase in your numbers, less roadblocks in the day to day, more time for you as a sales leader back in your pocket because all those crazy questions you got every single day are no longer happening. Now you're getting more effective in your job because your time goes to more important things to helping that team progress running competitions, you can have more fun in the team because you freed up that bandwidth. Those are the type of things that if you built a really good book and an adoption, they're using it. Again, are they using the damn thing? If you go build that thing out and they're not even touching it and you're not seeing people le leveraging it, then what the hell did you do, right? You need to get their buy-in, you need to run a workshop, let them know how to use this book, make sure the content is created for them and what they want, right? Because again, I could build a book and say I wanna talk about a book I want to release, but if that book does no good to my readers, they're never going to read it. So I need to write something that would actually impact my readers and write for them. So same thing with a playbook. Write your playbook for them, not to just create one. Um, so in improvement in numbers, time management improvement, and then uh, a unification of processes and lead flow and all of that. So. And like rules of engagement, you can build a section. This changed my life for my team. Rules of engagement are always tough. Everybody doesn't know how it works, what leads go where. You have that section and you break down that process, that stuff, the overlap, the lack of you know prioritization when they're reaching out, all of that changes to where you now have a path moving forward. You have a repeatable, scalable process. Your onboarding will cut down. That's another big win. If you're operating at six to eight week on-ramp, you should see that go down to about four to five weeks, simply because you have the playbook for them to digest in training and ramp up, that by the time they get on the phones, they have no questions. And if they do, did you check the playbook? Did you ask your peer? Go there first and then come to me, right? So your onboarding goes from eight to 12 weeks for them to figure this out and learn from their peers as they go, two down to four weeks and they're like, dude, I'm ready. Like I know exactly how to get in here and what I need to do, thank you. Now they can write their own scripts, they can write their own cadences, they can do everything they need to do to effectively talk to their prospects. So those are like some of the big wins you would see in something like this. Yeah, man, I mean, it sounds like the sales playbook solves a lot of, a lot of the common problems that sales leaders are dealing with. So as we wrap things up here, Tom, um, <clears throat> any final takeaways around sales playbooks and then where's the best place for people to get in touch with you and especially if they need help with building a sales playbook? Yeah, uh, last tips, right? Again, build it for them. Find out, talk to your marketing, talk to your CS, talk to all the departments, build those sections according, You know, get their insights. The best thing I can tell you when building a playbook, don't go alone. Don't build it by yourself. Don't sit there thinking you know all the answers. 
let people build sections for you. Outsource it to marketing and say, I need two pages of content on some of your processes and then you can build that out, right? But again, find out what your team wants, what would make their lives easier and then go build that book out. Because you can always add sections and you can always restructure it. Just get them what they need first and foremost and then expand that book. Uh, so that's my tip. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me at thefdlab.com. Uh, I have a sneak peek product coming out Labor Day to help companies with this. Uh, but please reach out. I build these. I love them. It's a passion of mine. Um, and I will be happily able to come in your org, build out a playbook with you, custom to your company, and allow that to then help your team scale quickly, fast, and even run fast without tripping their feet every day, uh, which is what I see every day. Uh, playbook is the answer. I'm your answer in helping you do that. Come find me on LinkedIn and let's uh, help you get one. Awesome. Thanks, Tom. Always great having you on. We'll include the links there in the show notes to make it easy for folks to get into your world. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please write us a review, share the show with your friends, helps us reach more sellers so we can help transform the way that they sell. Mm-hmm.